Knowledge Podcast. My name is Johnny Goodtimes. I'm Nat the Truth Jones. And uh, we are thrilled to be bringing a guest back on with us this week. Our topic is going to be bizarre old medical cures. And uh, who better to have on the show than Dr. Blake Wexler. Dr. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm Blake the Quack Wexler. So thank you for having me on. <laughs> I'm yeah, very excited. Yeah. So, uh, Blake, yeah, Blake's not, when I say doctor, I mean in more of sort of the Dr. Dre sense, like you're mm -hmm. a self-proclaimed doctor. Yeah, but I thought for this episode, that would be kind of the perfect, the kind of the perfect thing. We don't want to get too deep into the science. We want to talk a little bit more about some hunches, some medical yes. hunches that you have. Well, I also own a multi-billion dollar headphone company as well. I think that constitutes being a doctor these days. So yeah, we have a lot in common, me and the doctor. You know, we had a, we had a topic and Blake, uh, for those who don't know, Blake actually does some hosting uh, for the Johnny Good Times Quizzo um, Corporation. Mm -hmm. Speaking of multi-billion dollar corporations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is an organization that employs thousands of people. So the fact that we were able to pluck Blake up really out mm -hmm. of obscurity and put him on the podcast, you know, says something about, you know, his work ethic and, uh, you know, how much his managers have enjoyed it and passed that news on to me. It really is a family there. I've found it really is an ecosystem and a family equal parts. So, and, and that comes from the top, Johnny, that comes from you. Well, thank you, Blake. Yeah. Uh, I think the fact that no one is allowed to leave the facility mm. uh, between Monday and Friday almost <laughs> ensures that uh, it becomes a family. Once you solder those doors shut uh, and force everybody to quiz from Monday at 12.01 a.m. Mm. to Friday at 11.59 p.m., I mean, what else can you be? When they're not quizzing, they're uh, sewing low-quality wallets and, and shirts um, to get out onto the streets of Southeast Asia. <laughs> right, right. It's a multi, it's a multifaceted business. I think a lot of people look at sort of the bells and whistles, which is the quizzo side of it, and don't look at the lower end garments uh, that the Johnny Good Times Corporation also puts out. Johnny, Johnny Good Times and uh, a 50% partner. And I believe the other partner, Kathy Lee Gifford, interestingly <laughs> enough. Kathy's the great. The two well, of she's them. a silent partner, so we don't really bring that up publicly. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> She's a silent partner in that Johnny doesn't allow her to speak. Or, is, sing, uh... or sing like she used to do on the carnival commercials. That's the reason she needs to be silent. Well, that's been, well, that, as you all know, it's been a tough year for Johnny Good Times Industries because our, uh, our cruise line portion yeah. of the business really, really just hit an iceberg and sank, if you will. I mean, it has been a rough year for, you know, the Good Times cruises. That's true. But I like what you did with your 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 pivot where you pivoted your cruise business to uh, I believe it was Oceanic Graves. You uh you renamed it and it was and that business took off in a way that nobody wanted it to, but I mean, good for you for making a profit during a trying time. So anyway, uh odd medical practices. Yes, bizarre old medical cures. I know we said we were in a bit of a rush this week and it seems like we're off to a slow start. So let's get let's dig right into it. We had a bizarre old medical cures round. And, you know, normally we take one question, but this was really uh, one of my finest weeks in terms of question writing. And I wanted to honor it by really going through each of these questions. 
And some of them we're going to really dig into. Some of them we'll probably just pass right over, but kind of want to go through them. Uh, and, you know, we'll ask Nat, since Nat hasn't played the quiz yet, if he knows the answers, then we'll take it from there. So the first question was, the Chinese emperor, Qin Shi Huang, was so obsessed with living forever that he had his doctors make him a compound using this metallic element. It killed him. You asking me what element? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Gold? I got a lot of gold answers that week. A lot of yeah. people said gold. Lead? Yeah, gold, gold doesn't really kill you, though. Well, I, I guarantee you I could come up with a way that gold can kill you. Well, yeah. And I remember hearing about, who was it? It was a Genghis Khan. It was either, I think it was Genghis Khan. And some guy had disrespected him. And like he said, I'll pay you so-and-so gold to basically bypass your army. And the guy was like, no, I want twice that much gold. And Genghis Khan was like, oh, oh I'll, I'll give you twice that much gold. Right. So then they uh, invaded, they destroyed his army, and then they poured molten gold over his head. So you just made my point completely for me. <laughs> and also Game of Thrones clearly was influenced by that. Yes. But I mean, all, my other guesses, I guess, would be lead or mercury. But uh, Mercury is the correct answer. Mercury. Uh, do you know the elemental uh, symbol for mercury, Mr. Smarty Pants? Uh, it's like, it's, uh, well, K is potassium, right? Oh, there you, yeah, there you yeah. go. So you got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. How about one that's not on the back of Gatorade? Right. <laughs> Johnny. Right. <laughs> one like, hey, do you know the, uh, do you know the, you know, elemental sign for mercury? No, but here's the answer to a completely different question you didn't <laughs> ask. That's, that's how this guy operates completely. It's just pivot, it's pivot, gaslight. Uh, by time, you know, say like he's the type of guy. If you ask a question, he'll be like, and he clearly doesn't know the answer. He'll be like, "Well, here's a better question." <laughs> which, which, by the way, is exactly what my dad does. I was just getting ready to say, your dad also buys time with. Well, that's interesting. He's a yeah, but he uh, very frequently when you ask a question that he knows is gonna make it, his belief sound dirty, he just comes back with letting you know what a better question would have been for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So no, what is the symbol for Mercury? HG. Huh. Rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? For mm -hmm. Mercury. Anyway. What's hydrogen? Um, is this good podcasting? Me yeah, or us do just... you want me to just get a get the table and we'll just go down it one by one? Uh, what's that one? <laughs> There's no way to know guys, for sure. What do you guys know about boron? Yeah. BR? That, that should be that should be our new our, 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 we is, also do a science podcast and it's just a new element every week i, mean, I yes. feel bad that I've derailed the podcast like this because there's like maybe four elements that i happen to know the sign of and that's one of them so it was right in my wheelhouse i just decided to throw it out there to sound smart and now next thing you know we're just reciting the periodic table right right and see nat like you know he's he's one of those guys that'll accuse me of you know changing the question and then meanwhile, he didn't know Mercury, but then he said, do you know the element for Mercury? That gives him mm. the upper hand. I did know Mercury. I got it in my top three picks. Well, that doesn't, that doesn't cut it at Quizzo, pal. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not at Quizzo. That's in podcasting, apparently. Uh, the German drug company Bayer came out with a new cough remedy in 1895, named after the German word for valiant. What was it? <laughs> German word for valiant. Um, Vix? No. Vapor, uh, vapor rub? Heroin. Robitussin? No. Heroin. Heroin? Yes. Heroin. Wow. Like everybody, I mean... everybody wants to look at the negatives of heroin, right? Mm -hmm. Like everybody just wants to focus on the bad stuff. 
uh, especially the libtards. I mean, they just want Thank you. They want you to think that everything heroin, negative, 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 and nobody ever talks about it, what an effective cough suppressant it is. It's CNN, uh, all they do, heroin's bad, heroin's bad. It's just, I would like to see both sides of the fence on this. And that's why another fun part about playing Johnny Goodtimes as Quizzos, it's apolitical. There's no politics involved whatsoever. So people on either side can enjoy the questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, we're kind of, you know, we're kind of the for every man, whether you believe in yes. science or you don't believe in science. Um, if you don't believe in the science, we'll just change the answer. <laughs> We'll just we'll just ask you a better question. Right. We will. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just um, yeah, we'll just go into something totally, you know, if you say, oh, no, that's that's not true uh, because there is no such thing as global warming. Then I'll say you get a point. Yeah. You'll say, uh, all right, here's a better question. What body part of Adams was Eve made out of? <laughs> You're like, that is a better question. That is a good question. Right, right. I heard that as Adams, A T O M S, and I was like, "Wow, this is a science-heavy podcast." <laughs> <What is> <laughs> <that>? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know about that? Um, uh, not to get off topic, but do you guys know about no, that? No, no, don't. Adam? We don't want to get God off forbid. topic. John. No, you guys know how focused this podcast is. <laughs> do you? Um, do you remember that? Uh, or have you guys heard about that uh, museum in Kentucky, the Creationism Museum? Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, I think we that, talked that, about it on an episode once. Yeah, like, are you guys, is that a top three road trip for you once COVID is completely gone? Yeah, we used to go there every year with my family on Christmas. Um, that's how we would celebrate it. So yeah, I, that's what I missed the most during COVID is that was, that was where we celebrated Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it told the story, you know. Right, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, how about you? I, I would love to go there. I, would love, I haven't made the list in a while. I mean, I've... It's been like two years, maybe, since I've made my top five road trip destinations in the United States. Um, mm -hmm. And so I might have to update with COVID that maybe things have changed. But yeah, I'd love to go there. I would love to go there and like wait for the end of days. Yeah, no, it would be the perfect place to receive the rapture. But the problem mm -hmm. is without knowing that exact date, I mean, it's really going to get expensive because I'm assuming you have to buy a new ticket every day. You'd have to feel pretty strongly that your date was right. You say, you know, a great idea. You know how like how like Olive Garden has the never ending possible? Uh, mm -hmm. Do I? Yeah, I know. Right. About what, it. What, right. What if what if um, the Creation Museum had uh, the never ending rapture ticket and essentially you paid one hundred dollars and you get to stay there until rapture. But the museum, if, if the rapture happens immediately, the museum makes out like a bandit because they got one hundred bucks for you for a couple of hours. But if the rapture doesn't come for like a year, and you only spent a hundred dollars. I mean, you're paying less than thirty cents a day. And that's rent. That's what I pay in rent currently, <laughs> right now, in my yeah. unfurnished apartment. See these pictures back here on the wall behind me? I don't even have kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> this, I, I made this is, those. This is just to make you guys think that I'm like a normal, functional member of society. Like the yeah. wall behind me is just—it's just unpainted, unvarnished wood with nothing on it. I don't know which would be scarier, actually. I, I think this, I think if you made this, this is much scarier than anything else <laughs> that you could possibly have. I'm pretty terrifying. <laughs>
Yeah, no, yes. I think I think it's a little bit, you know, sad, like the desperation both of you have in trying to make yourselves look better than you really are. I mean, you look mm. at me, I'm sitting here on this cruise ship, just telling people like it is. And you guys are in front of green screens and, and drawing pictures to make it look like you have kids. I mean, it's just it's a sad development, really. I was going to think it would be cool if like just every now and then for a fact, you would just bob a little bit. <laughs> as, if, as if you're on the ways i mean at least sell the bit yeah yeah, yeah it's getting a little rougher out here johnny couldn't find his cord at the beginning because it's under three feet of water in his yeah. cruise ship right yeah. what if what we didn't realize is that uh the room he's in is slowly filling with water yes right now, yes as the now, podcast you know, goes you know on. why i couldn't find my microphone cord i'm in the bow it's in the stern that's a classic stern issue yeah, yeah. Well, you're the you're the stern of uh of quizzos johnny i don't know oh, if anyone's thanks, ever thanks. told you that yeah do you know all the boat directions johnny uh yeah like do you know which is which well yeah the bow's up front the stern's in the back well what about like right and left well uh well port side is one of them and uh, starboard is the other one you know what a better question would be <laughs> <laughs> you know what a better question would be <laughs> what's the latest airplane that uh, boeing's just come out with <laughs> right Right. Or what's the next question on this quiz that we oh, started? Yeah. Here we mm -hmm. go. Dr. Sandin started Dr. talking Sandin. about a creationism museum in Kentucky. Right. 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 Yeah. So that was an ad, but that was an ad, by the way. So we will be getting money for that. They are a sponsor. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Whether yeah. they know it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Want to yeah. Shout out. You know, it's like in the movies when like the guy is like drinking a Pepsi, but they don't really want, they don't say it, but like, right. <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, you know, it's it's in the it's in the shot. It's that's kind of what we did with Creationism Museum. Mm -hmm. um, you know, folks, we're not going to just spell it out to you, but really, really suggest you check it out. Top three road <laughs> trip uh, and a great place to get ready for the rapture. Great uh, rapture package down there. Yeah. Oh God, the rapture package is. I mean, it's really mm -hmm. like I said, unless the rapture happens almost immediately, it's money well spent. It's fair. Um, so question number three, Dr. Sandin's electric belt for weak men was an 1890s cure for what? That's the greatest product name I've ever heard, by the way. <laughs> I also love that he had to get his name on that product. Like we can't just call it the electric belt for weak men. It's like, no, I need my name. They need right. to know who made this there's belt something, for weak There's men. something before it and there's something after it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Sandin, Dr. Sandin was like, I want to not only let these men know that they're weak, I want them to know that it's me. It's me <laughs> calling them weak. It's not just that he wants them to know they're weak. He wants everybody to know that they're weak. Like, you got to <laughs> order that thing on the phone or you write in, uh, you know, you fill out a form and you order it, you buy it in the store, you're putting it up on the counter. That cashier knows, like, what a poor excuse for a man you are. Yes, yes. When your wife sees that commercial, you know, and she's like, an electric belt, I don't know what that is. But when she says for a weak man, she's like, Johnny, that's for my husband. Johnny, you should get one of those. You're weak. <laughs> yeah. You're a man, kind yeah. of. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that had to be a really like, you know, like sometimes you go to like Walgreens and you might be buying like an uncomfortable product. Like it doesn't get more uncomfortable with the cashier <laughs> than putting the Dr. Sandin's electric belt for weak men up on the uh, up on the belt. And saying, yeah, I'll take one of these. Like, you're definitely getting like two bags of chips. And, I was like, gonna say, you're throwing that in with yes. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. And you're kind of throwing it in at the last minute, like it's by the counter, and you've got all these things. And you're like, you know what? We need one of these too. And you just throw that up there. <laughs> Why not? I Why guess not? I don't know. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll you're try almost hoping they won't. 
They won't notice. As if I were a weak man myself. <laughs> the, the old one broke because I uh, used it so much. So I guess I, I need so, to get a new. I'll just throw in another one. The old one broke because I was a lot stronger than I thought. The I box was. thought I was. Right. I just ripped it. The Dr. Sandin prescribed it. <laughs> was there a question about this product? Because I mean, no, I, I could just well, talk about it. Was about a cure it. for what? Being weak, I would assume. In some way, well, I mean, you know, you got to. What, what, what was that in the 1890s? I mean, what, what, what would, what if you were weak? What were, what were you? Were you not able to copulate? Not able to what? You know, um, get an erection. <laughs> Bingo. I thought you said calculate at first. No, that is the. I, I said copulate. <laughs> it is a good, because it is all-encompassingly offensive. We're calling someone weak is that it could mean erection. It could mean, you know, being sad. Like, it's just so mean. It's the meanest name of a product. It, it could mean being, not being very good at math. Yeah, it could. Like not being able to calculate. Not being yeah. able to calculate. Right. It's yeah, like, that, that's he's, part of the brilliance. You know, he's not very, not very good at math. Can't get no. up. Can't please his mm -hmm. wife. Bad with directions. Yeah. <laughs> Weak man. Won't yeah. ask for directions. Right. Yeah. Refuses I mean, to. Uh, I mean, that's part of the brilliance of the marketing um, was that by just calling it an electric belt for weak men. Was it like a vibrator that you strapped around your waist and it kind of like got you there? Yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. You think you I can mean, get one of these on eBay? I don't think yeah, so, and, and how much does that run a weak man by any chance? Right. <laughs> just, let's is say, this over the counter? Yeah, let's say hypothetically, I was a weak man. <laughs> How much, how much, and again, I'm not asking for myself, how much would I be able to purchase this product for? Well, I, here's, here's, a, here's the question that, you know, it's kind of a little bit alarming to me is that if you remember in the 1890s, electricity was fairly new and Ooh. there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, you know, th there wasn't a whole lot. It's kind of like the, you know, it's kind of like the vaccine now. Like we know that- You mean it'll kill you and they're trying to track you with it? Right. Yes. Right. But yes, the doctor said it's electric. No more. Always, always tracking. Yeah. They were like, this is the perfect front to track all these idiots. Let's to get them to them. buy a, an electric belt for weak men. And then we're going to know right where they are all the time. <laughs> the electric go, the electric go to the nearest house fire. Right, right. There's one of them over there. <laughs> I can see his body smoldering in the field. Uh, he can't put it out. Right. He's not going to be able to put we up know, that fire. We know where he is. <laughs> He's, let's go bury him uh, at sea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's how they made their money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's I mean, how it's, Bill Gates founded Microsoft. Right. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. It's, you know, the, the electric belt, like, like, I know that at a certain point, you know, you're probably, if you're a weak man, you're probably reaching like a certain point of desperation, but putting that electric belt on, has got a real to, leap of faith there. It really is. It really is in the 1890s. <laughs> it, it probably wasn't small either. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way it was uh, like a hit. You know, like like like, like you could ignore it while naked. It probably looked it. like you know, like a Chevy was wrapped around his waist. Just here I come. You hear it clanging <laughs> against the walls. <laughs> well, the thing, the, another problem was like if you were going to have sex, it was going to have to be near an electric outlet. Yes. Sure. I don't yes. know. How Not many, a problem. I don't even know what they were doing with extension cords back then. They probably, you probably had to, it was probably like 
what five feet from the wall maybe well that well that was the part of limited the range of range of motion you would well think. that was part of the brilliance mm -hmm. of dr sandin i mean dr sandin's uh, extension cord for weak men was like another product that you could get that oh, was an add-on was an add-on so like if you, you ordered it yeah so if you were like in the sears catalog and you ordered the dr sandin's electric belt for weak men uh sears then would uh have a pop-up and it would say would you also like a dr sandin's extension cord for weak men What's a, what's the equivalent of a pop-up in like the 1890s? Like a man with one of those carnival barker hats uh, coming to your door. Yeah. He just sticks his head through your he window just, with just, a pie. Just pops up <laughs> outside your window. <laughs> hey, you see, you're ordering a Dr. Sandin's electric belt for weak men. Could I interest you in an extension cord? Like, hey, sport. <laughs> um, Heard your wife's not too happy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so uh, we go to question number four, uh, keeping the pressure on that. Most doctors of the 18th century believed that bleeding would lessen the excitement of the blood vessels, which would in turn reduce pain. Infamously, doctors bled what man to death on December 14th, 1799? Uh, George Washington. That is correct. It is amazing that you have the guy who essentially created the United States, who you think they would be so careful with and they bleed him to death. And then you have that previous pig who catches COVID and literally there's every reason for that to have killed that pig. And somehow they have all the drugs to cure the pig. It's unbelievable. It's, and then George Washington dies because they let too much blood out of his body. Yeah, his, I mean, blood, almost, his blood vessels were so relaxed though. Yeah. It almost bad. makes you not. <laughs> he went want, peacefully. It almost makes you want to not believe in God and go to the creation museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, a know? different experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's what 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 God would let George Washington die of excessive bleeding and let Trump live with uh, COVID? Um, right, right. You know, that, 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 I mean, that ended up being, you know, that was the thing. That's why Blake's family didn't go to go this year for Christmas. It wasn't COVID restrictions. It was doubting mm -hmm. the very existence of the Lord himself. But yeah, you guys, we were upset. Yeah, you guys. We you drove guys, and then we turned around. Uh, right. yeah right halfway there and then just furious um yeah. so yeah so the so basically george washington caught a cold and uh, the doctor said all right we need to start just getting the blood out of this guy's body right you know it would fix this killing you <laughs> they weren't wrong he was not sick anymore <laughs> no come december 15th the cold was gone yes um, so they start bleeding them. And then while they're at it, they're like, well, we also need to basically get everything out of your system. So they gave him like laxatives so that he was not only being bled, he was also being completely all the hydration was being taken out of his body. Um, and it really we see a pic <laughs> that really the worst thing on earth like 200 years ago was like the word the, the biggest killers on earth they're all doctors mm -hmm. like sure. the, i mean really the greatest scam ever was being a doctor in 1799 like you could bleed a man to death like the most important man in, in the world you could bleed him to death and then you could like dehydrate him to death and then people would be like well he's the best doctor i mean he right. must have really you know, like you think whatever. that guy lost his license or anything like that it's oh, just God. like no he just had too no. much blood and uh, and hydrating fluids in his body. We couldn't get yeah, we couldn't get the water. We couldn't the get him out fast enough, and he died. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a we see a picture of the doctor. It's just a cherry tree with a lab coat on. It's like my God, 
viewers from within. They finally got their revenge. <laughs> when he came in, he just had like kind of a little bit of a stuffy nose, and now he's dead. I'm like, yeah, yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, that escalated very quickly. What the hell happened in there? Yeah. <laughs> That's for us doctors to know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> I don't need a bunch of questions from you lay people. Being a doctor back then would have been what a good hustle that was. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, you made a fortune. Everybody respected you. You could just bleed a guy to death. Like, it really, like, you know, and if you're in a small town, there might be a guy you don't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> what easier way was there? an uninvited house call. Yeah. You're like, hey, you know what I was thinking? Sport. <laughs> I was thinking you had a little too much blood in you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to let myself in. All right, so this one... Uh, in the 1920s, hundreds of thousands of people bought Revigators, which claimed to be nature's way to health. In fact, these were water dispensers that added what lethal element, which can cancel the sale of a home? Radon? Radon is correct. Wow. A lot of teams- I got lead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of teams guessed lead for that one. So nice job. Thanks. Uh, yeah, radon is correct. It turns out um, you, shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't drink water with radon in it. <laughs> right, hmm. you've intentionally, you know, infused with radon uh, yeah so get rid of that revigator if you haven't already yeah i have uh, a lifestyle change to make <laughs> <laughs> From now on new year 2021 no more water laced with radon Mm-mm, new me it's a new me baby no <laughs> going on a diet belts for weak men yeah neither no. of those things no no, you know what? I'm keeping the blood inside my body I already have. I'm not just <laughs> some doctor draw it all out. New year, new me. Uh, a company called Dr. Wetzel's used to make these to help treat asthma in the late 1800s. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea what they did uh, treat it as. I didn't even know asthma was a thing in the 1800s. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it was huge. That, oh, yeah. It's another weak man characteristic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of Wait, was it was asthma, uh, you know, just kind of code word for uh, impotence. It would have been. He's got <laughs> asthma. <laughs> this guy's got a case of the asthma, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it would be so great if the answer to this had been electric belt. Had been Doctor Schleicher's electric belt for weak men. <laughs> Doctor Welt, Doctor Wetzel also sold an electric belt, but this one was for asthma, which also meant impotence. Like, I think maybe like, you know, a lot of times with this podcast, the great thing about it is that we come up with so many million dollar ideas and, and we follow uh, through on all, but all of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, But I I think that I feel like there's very few electric belts right now. Like, I feel like almost nobody's walking around with an electric belt. No. And the ones that they do have are pretty much marketed for strong people. Right. (laughs) Right. There's a completely untapped market for these electric belts. I know a few weak men caught on fire in like the 1890s yeah. and burned to death, and all of a sudden yes. they're off the market, and no one stepped up to fill the void. Right, and, you know, and you know what the problem was? The libtards would try to convince you that it wasn't the fact that these men were weak that killed them; it was the belt that killed them. Yeah. You know, I mean, a strong man, when you plug that belt in and it started burning your insides, would have somehow survived it. You just take it. It's true. (laughs) I mean, in fact, it would have made them strong. Yeah, it would have made them tougher. 
but weak men mm -hmm. all just, you know, burned to a crisp as their kidneys were seared alive. And, you know, and, and then they take the whole thing off the market. That's big government bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, that and that's coming from a weak man. <laughs> I would kill. <laughs> right. I'd kill for one of those belts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Dr. Wetzel used cigarettes to help treat asthma. Oh, cigarettes. Counter counterintuitive. Well, yes. yeah. In hindsight. Whenever I've felt sick, I've inhaled smoke. I walk by one of these burning fires set off by a weak man's belt and I just breathe in the fumes and I feel uh, like a million bucks afterwards. I feel great. I just wrap my so they were around something. the exhaust pipe of the nearest running vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You would not believe some of the stares I get. Mm -hmm. But look at me, healthy as a horse. That's right. <laughs> um. So, uh, J.H. Kellogg was a health activist who allegedly recommended eating cornflakes in order to stop what habit? Picking scabs? No, hmm. uh, no, that's uh, a, it's a good guess. Uh, no, it's, uh, he was hoping that uh, young people would stop masturbating. Oh. Yeah. Which is not wrong. Out of it, but is it, a, is it a habit, though? Well, I would not, call not it totally. a crippling addiction that has right. ruined my family life. <laughs> that, well, see, that's more how I would characterize it. Yes. And I don't want to I don't want to pick the question apart, Johnny. I'm not trying to no. shoot the messenger, but I feel like you could have phrased that a little better and I might have gotten it. You said cornflakes was used to uh, fix what crippling masturbatory addiction um, right. that has ruined many a family, mm -hmm. including mine. Right, including mine. Then Especially. I almost certainly yeah. would have gotten it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so apparently he thought that the plain flavor of the cornflakes would sort of soothe people's passions and uh, calm them down a bit. Um, what an odd thing to think. My food is so bland. You'll never be horny again. <laughs> That's how right, bland right. our food is. And that, you know, and that goes to show you that you know, back then and like the early 1900s, like marketing was just a whole different thing than it is now. Uh, you know, because back then, you know, now you would probably want to like sell cornflakes by making it say it's going to make you so horny you can can't control yourself. And mm -hmm. back then, it was just the opposite. We're going to make you less horny. These 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 crappy flavored uh, breakfast cereals are going to make you less horny. And people took, bought it off the shelves. I mean, cornflakes is still around. Were, were people yeah. like just getting off regularly off really flavorful food back then? Oh, well, Fruit Loops, you couldn't keep it in the house. What a time to be alive, huh? Yeah. There's only but so many things you could think about to, you know, please yourself back then. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. the women were all wearing like dresses down to their ankles, uh, heavy jackets, um, you you're know, looking at him, you're like, well, this isn't going to do it. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, all of a sudden you, you had your first experience with Thai food and, you know, next thing you know, you're just wailing away. And, top Thai food and you're just like, and then you're like, I need some cornflakes to counter this. Right. Right. right so away. that I think that I think was where a Kellogg was coming from. Um, you know, well, what with all the, I mean, and again, we're speaking, this is science, folks. This is history. Of course. About all those Thai restaurants of the early 1900s in the United States. Yep. I mean, they were such prudes back then. They had to put horses on shoes so we didn't look at their feet. You know what I mean? It was a very upsetting time. Like, you yeah. couldn't have anything. 
you know, this is back when people, you know, before the libtards ruined it with all their sex yes. and, um, you know, that kind of thing, you know, back then. Yeah. And like, and like, you know, the, you know, like freedom for women and like that, all mm -hmm. that stuff that's ruined our society. Um, before mm -hmm. all that, you know, you could just have a woman, you could force her to dress from head to toe and wear a hat. And it did a mm -hmm. great job of keeping, you know, your impulses at bay. And if you didn't like that, there was also breakfast cereal. And if you didn't like that, as we've talked about a bunch of times on the show, Blake, we talked about the golden age of being a man yes. in the United States. And it was right around that same time, because not only could you make them dress any way you wanted, if they irritated you even a little bit, you could just have them thrown in a mental institution. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I found the golden age of men coincided with the oppression of literally every other group and uh that's not a coincidence so i don't know it just some people I, I miss i miss it oh, it's yeah. amazing how good you can have it when everyone else has it terribly yes yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. and you know and and you know blake how sweet would it be you know these days probably you know your girlfriend might give you a hard mm -hmm. time and, and mm -hmm. you just sit there and take it and and it, you know if it, it probably eats away at you like it eats away at nat and i when you think about the fact that 110 years ago you could have had her mm -hmm. committed to a mental institution uh, no no i know yeah and and also I, the only change i would i would make back then is that it'd be okay if she made more money than me so i also wouldn't have to work you know what i mean because now you know, all things are equal, but like back then I'd want her to make more money. So, cause I also don't want to have to work. Does that make sense? Like I want to have all the power, but I don't want to really bring anything to the table, like food right. or anything that like, you're, de that, you're so. describing my relationship to a T right now. <laughs> <laughs> and now and you're right. You're right. It's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I wield uh, so all, everything you just said is correct, except about me wielding all the power. I wield, right. I wield very little of the power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything uh, else, spot on. Yeah, no, no, completely powerless, but uh, also not working. No, I'm a weak, weak man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, you know, the, the, the Nat is, you know, if, if he could get an electric belt, but again, they've been taken off the market um, and that's kind of left him with really no options. Mm, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I electric belt for weak men, if he wore that every day, I think he'd get stronger and stronger, but he doesn't have that option because of the libtards. Uh, trepanation was a method of letting out the demons trapped in a person's body by doing what? Sticking your finger down their throat until they throw up? No. Hmm. Uh, no, by drilling a hole in their skull. That was totally going to be my second guess. Yeah. 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 That was the second one. Yeah. And I mean, in fact, you know, they don't do it for demons. They still do it sometimes now to like relieve, you know, pressure if there's like a brain injury. But yeah, if there's a brain hemorrhage, sure. Right, right. But like the, so rarely do they do it for demons anymore. What if the demon is the thing causing the brain injury? What, what do they? It's still probably a drill. Just rattling imagine, around right? in there. Yeah. 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 Just wreaking havoc, causing a ruckus. Right. Well, again, you know, I mean, in, in the old days when when things were great, you know, and somebody had a demon, you know, somebody seemed like they were crazy, you know, mentally ill. You could just drill a hole in their head to let the demon out. But, you know, Problem because of, like, a lot of these like, um, you know, ambulance chasers, uh, you know, a lot of these lawyers have just made it. So it's almost impossible to just drill a hole in a crazy person's head anymore. Let's it is almost impossible. <laughs> You could, you could still, you could make it happen if you know the right people. Yeah. 
Well, but you, um, you got to have the right political connections. Right. Yes. You have to grease a few palms. So can I just ask a hypothetical or two before we take off? So yeah. how yeah. much money would I have to pay you to use the electric belt for weak men, say, for a couple hours every day for a month? <laughs> well, I guess the quite my first question would be, would this be a modern version of the electric no. weak men? Or would this no. be no, it's not a this is this is the, the product that was taken off the market for reasons unknown, but we know. Right. But I, I think almost certainly that it would cause like a severe, uh, you know, again, this is before, you know, the, the lawyers uh, ruined it um, by taking products that burned people to death off the market. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's the scary part for me is dying. Uh, oh, yeah. and huh. worse, you know, what's worse than dying, dying with an electric belt for weak men strapped to your uh, private parts. <laughs> and it's in your obituary, like in the first one. Johnny Goodtimes, I, noted Philadelphia quizologist, died while the electrical belt for weak men he was wearing malfunctioned and burned him alive. He has survived I worry. his very, very embarrassed wife and son. <laughs> it, there's quotes around son um, right, right. <laughs> because it's how this guy created a child. I worry I would forget that I had it on and get in the shower or something and get electrocuted. I worry I, that that's what would happen. I I'm, get the feeling it's not the type of thing you would forget you were wearing. Like I'm, ima I'm imagining <laughs> I'm, like I'm jostling you around. <laughs> substantially I'm a busy guy. I have things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. right. Like I'm not, I'm not just going to be, now here's the question. I think here's the million dollars. Here's question. a better question. Give me the better question. <laughs> what if, what if you're wearing the Dr. Sandin's electric belt for weak men and it's starting to get you, starting to get you pretty wound up and then you eat some Kellogg's cornflakes. Well, I think that's if you leave it, yeah, I know. If you leave it plugged in too long, I get the feeling it would overheat. So that's where the real danger comes in because you're going to need to, I'm assuming you're wanting to achieve full erection status. You're going to need to keep it on for a while. And that's when you could potentially have accidents. I was just thinking about what Blake said about forgetting he had it on and just like wearing this <laughs> thing and just diving in the pool, something like that. This kills kills twenty people. Right. This, this, this pervert forgot he had this massive electric apparatus around his waist. It's like, well, I forgot I had it on. It's like a second Whoa. skin. Oh my god! He lives. Cannibal. Oh jeez! Oh shit! He's wearing a plugged-in electric belt for weak men. Everyone scatter. Because he'd have to plug it in at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The Dr. Sandin's uh, extension cord for weak men is like a stretched all the way into the den. Right. You do that in a public pool and it's like the, just, it's new, the new Hindenburg. Kinda. There's a giant cord trailing you everywhere that's stuck, it's stuck into the front of your bathing suit. But you forgot you had it on. <laughs> you forgot? And a lot of people died. I should have known. I should have known when I started to do that cannonball. I have this electric cord going down the front of my bathing suit. I should have noticed that. <laughs> oh, oh like God. Body out there like, yeah, well, he is erect. <laughs> yeah. It works. It's a shame. It wasn't worth it. It does work. But it's a, you know, <laughs> I'll give the product a positive review. Yeah, no, it's a shame that all these people died, but... Uh, this electric belt, it really has him rock hard. It's a game changer. This is something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, obviously, as always, you learned a lot and you're welcome for that. Um, I want to thank Blake. Uh, Blake, where can folks find you? Uh, all of the many, many millions of people that listen. We want a, we want a home address, Blake. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Blake Wexler on social media, uh, BlakeWexler.com. And I have a bunch of comedy albums out. Just search uh, Blake Wexler. Yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we hope yep. you'll come back and do it again. I will. Yeah. All, right. All right. See you guys. Later. Rickety-row. Give me the gag suits. Here I go. So, rickety-flame on. Geronimo. Yo, I begin.